Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now we're going to turn to the issue of cyber security. This week, data and data security has been a big part of the news cycle here in Ireland. The PSNI contending with not one but two huge data breaches which are potentially very, very serious in terms of a security threat to the members and the staff of that organisation. But it all, I suppose, um, adds up to a stark reminder of the serious, serious perils that are posed by cyber risks in what is an increasingly digital world. So how are we preparing ourselves for future cyber attacks and what is needed to protect ourselves and our valuable data in the future? Well, I'm joined now by Dr. Michael Nizic, who is Professor of Computer Science and Cybersecurity at New York Institute of Technology. And importantly, he's the author of the Cybersecurity Workforce of Tomorrow. Michael, you're very welcome to News Talk. Thank you so much, Mandy. It's a pleasure to be here and thank you for having me. Now, I referenced uh, those stories that are in the news cycle in Ireland this week, which you may not be familiar with, but I suppose what it demonstrates is one was an accidental uh, leaking of information. The other was stealing of a laptop. But I suppose what it all adds up for us here is these things can happen by default or by design. And we'll dig into that in a moment. But your book um the cybersecurity workforce of tomorrow focuses on that element of the workforce itself. Why did you choose this as an angle for your book? The the workforce component, uh, there's a huge global um, gap right now. There's uh, between two and three million jobs uh, globally uh, available and unfilled at the moment. And that is enormous. It's the largest in any industry. Uh, on top of that, there are uh, very few people going directly into the industry. So now what we're trying to, to solve is how do we actually uh, increase that amount of uh, uh, people going into the industry, but also with the proper skill sets and the hands-on applications and uh, high-impact experiential uh, learning uh, before they ever get to the industry so that they can be effective right away. Mm. And I guess it's important to to note that we do tend to think of cyber analysis and cybersecurity experts as, you know, just people who work in computers and IT. But it's a much broader thing than that when you look at things like the dark web and how that impacts our safety and our cybersecurity, isn't it? Absolutely. Information technology is uh, the core of everything, which is what we use every day in all of our applications. But the cybersecurity um, blanket, if you could you could say, the global kind of overarching um, um, philosophy over it is how do we, what are the methods we use to use information technology to protect us against the very people using information technology to hurt us? And that's the difference, right? You have cyber crime of the cyber criminals that are trying to steal data and trying to damage data and trying to hurt, you know, us in different ways. But cybersecurity is all the methods and all of the tactics we use information technology, you know, uh, uh, in those in those ways to protect the data. Mm. And they have options open to them that is different from, say, fraud from before in that they can secure and harvest data and and ultimately be untraceable themselves. Oh, absolutely. With the increases to um, or the improvements, I should say, to the dark web, uh, which those of you who are not familiar with the dark web, it's uh, essentially an Internet that's untraceable. It's for the first time really ever. Uh, fairly recently in history, we have this marketplace for stolen data, stolen digital content that's almost untraceable. It's incredibly hard to to um, understand who's doing what on the dark web and to and certainly to build a case against them. So this emergence and this existence of this dark web, this marketplace globally for anybody who wants anything, plus the 
uh, increase in the digital assets that we're choosing, right? As, as individuals, we're choosing to put our banking out there. We're choosing to put our everything online. It's just easier for us. But the more data that's out there and the historic web that is a place to really buy and sell this information, uh, we're coming close to a perfect storm with this, you know, with this shortage of workforce uh, as well. Yeah, and when you look at that lack of consequence, say, potentially for criminals, um, it's also wor- worth looking at it from a work force perspective, I guess, because um, that means that companies um, and countries indeed have to get more efficient in terms of managing proactively their own cybersecurity. But what type of um, difficulties are people encountering now in actually hiring? That's a huge number, you said at the outset there of, of jobs available. So potentially this is a great industry for you to get into, isn't it? It is. It is. And and it's it, um, it's a little bit uh, open for discussion because those those jobs are not just jobs that people walk into, right? It's not just that they're there. They're they're highly skilled and high, and uh, and require highly trained individuals with a combination of information technology background and experience, plus you know the the cybersecurity, the understanding of kind of how to how to thwart crime. I will say that, but so so people aren't walking into those jobs. So what's happening is that more and more companies and governments and organizations, nonprofits, all alike, need these uh, experience. Uh, cybersecurity professionals to uh, manage their their information, right? To to protect them from this these uh, attackers, but to find them and to train them and to and to bring them on is the hard part. Um, and we see we see efforts uh, uh, globally, uh, colleges and universities and, and and governments all putting together these particular programs specifically to uh, to do this. So I, I think we're going to be doing better. But again, like you said, the number is just so enormous. How do we make that that impact? Mm. Um, yeah, so but maybe it is not just be about being an IT expert and you might close off an industry in cybersecurity based on like, you know, I don't want a narrow focus job, which is just computer technology. But there are presumably detective skills required in this analysis, l- logic, and you kind of somehow have to start thinking like a criminal a little bit. Absolutely. You have to walk that line. There's a chapter in the book called The Cyber Hero and the Cyber Criminal, and it describes these two different kind of attributes and characteristics of each. Uh, and, you know, you really do. You have to understand kind of what's what are the origins of the attack? Where is it coming from? So these analytical skills um, are, are greatly, you know, very important. It, it is it is kind of a, a, um, a worth mentioning, though, that because of that, there are a lot of jobs for those who are interested in going into the workforce that that are afraid or, or fear that they don't have the technical skills, there are a lot of jobs that really are just that. Mm. Just They're called cyber analyst jobs, and they're, they're very popular and common and very well-paying jobs. But they're looking at really what's happening analytically. Is this an attack? Is this anomaly we see actually something going on? Or is it really just, just something that because of a Saturday morning and, you know, uh, it, you know or whatever it might be, that the network's more busy, right? So there are jobs for that as well. And look, we had a massive attack on our health system and service during the pandemic, which literally crippled the system while we were already dealing with the crisis and, and a pandemic. Do you think that um, governments are taking it more seriously now at, at that state level? Do you see more jobs opening up in, in, in that sector as well as business? I, I think I think there is. Um, I think there is. The issue is that usually governments are uh, they're having trouble competing with the salaries mm. that industry is, is is you know are paying. And what happens is that you'll see you'll see governments having jobs that are uh, managerial in nature and over you know kind of oversight, but they're hiring contracted companies that are really doing all the 
training and so forth of, of the employees and the recruiting and everything. So we're seeing that on the government side. Um, on the U.S. side, we're seeing uh, the, the, the NSA and so forth. They're all focusing on uh, recruiting people out of colleges. And I, in my book, I do talk about that uh, benefit as well, too, for companies globally to make sure you have connections with your colleges and universities that have cyber programs, because that's really where you're going to get the latest and greatest uh, um, experience workers. Um, yeah, absolutely. For sure. It sounds like there's a, a huge opening of opportunities in this place, in this space. Sorry. Um, so there's a lot of teenagers and their families all around Ireland at the moment making college choices, trying to decide career paths. If you were uh, trying to advocate uh, somebody to, to go into this, it's not just a job but maybe a career path, what type of skill set do you need uh, to, to have um, to, to get into this and, and really make a serious career of it? I would say there's a few. Uh, one is one is just um, curiosity and 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 the willingness to solve problems, right? If you like problems, if you like puzzles, if you like to try to figure something out, I think that's first and foremost because the schools will teach you all the other items. If you don't have that, it might not be something that you're you know um, you know, up your alley, right? But mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, that would be first and foremost. Secondly, the the technical components, maybe not um, doing all of them hands on. Uh, at first, but at a minimum, understanding how uh, data is stored, how data is transferred, how data is encrypted, how data gets um, transmitted between computers, you know, internet capabilities and things like that. That's really important because none of this would even be a, t- a discussion uh, if we didn't have information technologies with data being stored somewhere that people were trying to acquire, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so th- those two are the biggest, but but mostly just really have an interest, want to do good, want to you know want to uh, want to make a change, want to want to stop people from getting hurt, right? This is not this is different than a technology. This is different than I want to be a programmer and build games. This is people are getting hurt, people are having their lives changed, mm. and and if. It, if you're interested in, in helping with that, I think that's a really good attribute for you to have as well. Yeah, I did think that was a really important part of the book, actually, because this is a generation who wants to be more altruistic, if you like, and actually, you know, try to help humanity, society or their own community. Mm-hmm. So, th- so that is an important part of this offering. You're actually doing good work. Um, finally, I just want to finish off with this, Mike, if I can. What are the type of things that companies or indeed universities are doing to try and attract these type of candidates into this profession? I think what you're seeing at, at the university levels is, is the um, the focus of their programs, kind of the revamping of some of their uh, undergraduate and graduate programs, specifically programs coming out just in cybersecurity as a graduate program, uh, concentrations uh, in the undergraduate programs that teach you the core uh, um, requirements for information technology or computer science as an example, but then have a focus of, say, six or eight classes that are uh, cybersecurity, you know, specific courses. And that's what I think you're seeing. I think you're seeing globally all these different colleges and and, uh, um, and uh, even even different types of certification schools, right, that are just, just now have focused, have options for students to go and say, look, this is what I want to do and I want to be in this field. Uh, uh, and we didn't see that before. That's mm. a good thing. We didn't, we didn't see that before. We're seeing that really, really globally. We're seeing that almost every college is, is having a very focused program uh, in cybersecurity, which is wonderful. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, and, and look, for sure, it's not the only part of cybersecurity when it comes to managing a business uh, attack uh, or even a government attack. I mentioned at the outset here this PSNI issue, which is the police service of Northern Ireland here, Mike, who is undergoing a serious investigation on, on 
on, on foot of a data breach, but they're not only dealing with the data issue of it now, they've got a serious public relations campaign, they've got a serious um, security management issue. So cyber security can be the middle part if if you're looking at this as a career. There's obviously the risk assessment in, in advance of it and the fallout management. Is that part of uh, your book as well? Do you go into that in, in a lot of detail? Uh, yeah, so the different um, job titles and the specifics uh, and really what sector of the industry they fall into is uh, is covered with th- different um, um different kind of salaries that are currently being offered and all that. But it, it is it is true. There's uh, the, the, the political fallout and the kind of cleanup of these things can take months. Um, you know, and the average cost of these breaches for an organization is over $4 million now, according to the latest 2023 report from IBM. Well, look, so, it's, a, it's a very serious issue. It has very serious consequences. The book is really great. It's certainly going to be very helpful to anyone who is looking at or thinking about a career or even a university place in this area. Area. The book is called The Cybersecurity Workforce of Tomorrow, and that was Dr. Michael Nizik, who is Professor of Computer Science and Cybersecurity at New York Institute of Technology. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.